Fellowship Church Let's Talk. If you have your Bible, we are in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. So 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, Ezra and Nehemiah. And uh, so using uh, the World Life Quiet Time Diary, which I've shared with you before, but I've enjoyed um, 2nd Chronicles. I kind of started out thinking, man, I don't know about all this. This is, you know, just, um, but man, it's been so much fun for me. So 2nd Chronicles chapter 20, and so we're going to pick it up uh, in verse 1. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, and with them the sons of Midianites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom beyond the sea. And so as you pick this up, uh, Jehoshaphat is going to respond. And so he is responsible then in verse 3, Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaiming fast throughout all Judea. And Judea assembled to seek help from the Lord, from the cities of Judah. They came to seek the Lord. So in their fear, in, in all that's going on, uh, Jehoshaphat is now going to go and say, God, uh, we need some help in this situation. And I love the phrase uh, in verse 12 where it says, Oh God, we are powerless against this horde that is coming against us. So they know exactly where they are. They know that it is overwhelming, uh, that they're not going to be able to, 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 um, to win this battle. But what I, the phrase, and, and you've probably heard us talk about this phrase uh, around the building project and growth project and the new property. The phrase is, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Uh, so this is where we found uh, that little phrase, and God brought us to that uh, phrase. And so it's interesting to me um, that the circumstances, God is using circumstances to demonstrate his power again for the nation of Israel. So overwhelmed, stressed, anxiety, uh, we cannot do this. There's no way that this is going to be able to work out. And then he says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And so I've been thinking about um, for us, for you, for me, for our church family, um, what does it look like for our eyes to be on on the Lord? And how is the Lord using circumstances to maybe redirect or direct or encourage or call our hearts to surrender. And so some other passages of scripture that kind of uh, have brought been brought to my heart and mind as I think about um, my eyes are on you. I, I was thinking about John, you know, chapter 14. He sit with the disciples in John chapter 13, tells them this, this, and this, and, you know, love one another. And then I'm going to go away and you read, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Let not your hearts be troubled. So you have a group of disciples that are pretty much nobody's in society, but are now somebody in the society because they're walking around with Jesus. Jesus says, I'm leaving. I'm going to be betrayed. And he says to them, let not your hearts be troubled. This will be a choice that they're going to have to make. Um, if you continue on in John chapter 15, you get that whole concept of I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. And I've been thinking about the concept of abide and I re- recognize its energy and effort and strength and, um, but also just wondering what does it look like for us to abide 
in the sense of I'm having an ongoing conversation with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit because I don't know what to do, but my eyes need to be on you. In order to do that, I need to have an ongoing conversation. I need to continually say to to Jesus, I need you. Uh, John 16, 17, nevertheless, I tell you, uh, 16, 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So Second Chronicles, wow. And if you have some more time, you will probably ought to read on in Second Chronicles chapter 20. I won't tell you all the cool things that are going to happen, but God is going to do something really, really amazing. And then my heart was led to Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2, running the race with endurance. So on this day, I want to encourage us to have our eyes fixed on you, Jesus, recognizing that there are circumstances that are outside of our control. But it's also important for us then to come to a realization, you know what, we cannot do this in our own strength and our own power. And so our eyes are going to be on you. And so I'm going to have this ongoing conversation with you. I'm going to be leaning on the helper And I recognize that you're going to be developing endurance in my life. Father, help develop endurance. I want to run this race with perseverance. I want to keep my eyes fixed on you, Jesus. So thank you for joining us for this Let's Talk. Uh, May it be an opportunity for you to refocus and keep your eyes on Jesus. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather around your word and how the power it's in your word and what the things that we get a chance to look back and see that you've done that nobody else could do. And so you rescued Jehoshaphat and that and the nation of Israel. You even brought them to singing. Uh, and so, God, we know that you're going to rescue us and that we're going to have a strength today to be able to navigate today. But our, our focus needs to be on you, Jesus. So help, our, help us to keep our eyes focused on you. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And thank you for joining us. Let's talk.